Hi, this is Jay Baer of Convince and Convert Consulting, and welcome to the new Content Experience Show. Content Experience is the new content marketing. It's not only about reaching audiences where they are, but engaging them with personalized, useful content that matters. On the Content Experience Show, we share strategies, tips, and real-world examples of how leaders are taking their content marketing to the next level. Now, here's your hosts, Randy Frisch from Uberflip and Anna Harak from Convince and Convert Consulting. Welcome to the Content Experience Show. This is Connex. I'm Randy with Anna, and we are going to break down the next 20 plus minutes where you're going to hear all about how to combine a whole bunch of trends, right? I mean, we're talking tactile marketing. We're talking video marketing. We're talking experiential marketing. We're talking everything that we care about as marketers today. That's because we had a chance to connect with Jason Thorgerson. And I I always screw up his last name. Hopefully I did not there. Uh, I do know how to pronounce his company's name, which is tricky in itself. You via us. Uh, once you look at it long enough, it starts to make sense. Uh, and I've known Jason for years, and I like he's one of those guys who I think was onto something before everyone else realized he was onto something because he was telling me about this idea like six, seven years ago uh, at an event. And, it, and we unpack how he engages accounts in a very personalized way. You've you've been engaged in that way, right? Yeah. So on this episode, we talk all about experiential marketing. And the example that I give at the top of our podcast here is how Randy, you and Connex sent me this beautiful welcome gift that was so personal and so wonderful. And it's so funny because on the last episode or a couple episodes ago, we did the pardon the interruption with the 2019 trends. And we didn't even know, but when we were talking about that, we were talking about personalization, account-based marketing, and tactile marketing or direct mail, and literally came full circle on this podcast today on how to do it all correctly. Absolutely. So, you know, tune into this, this podcast uh, if you want to hear a really cool execution, how we pulled it together. And, you know, I, I'll, I'll throw out just like a buzz term. I don't know if this is going to become a buzz term. The rest of this was very trendy. But the term mood contagion, I don't know. Do you like it or do you not like it? I mean, Jason's no longer on the podcast. He may listen to this. Are you, are you yay or nay on mood contagion? I don't hate it. It's just one of those things that when I hear contagion, contagion is associated with other things. But it is just sort of like, like that viral. scary ass movie. It like is, yeah, that, yeah, it is viral though. And it spreads quickly. So I see where it's coming from. But I think maybe, you know, we can take it back and own the word contagion in a positive way. Yeah, let's see. Let's see. Let's give it a try. Listen to the podcast. Let us know what you think. Are you into contagion? Hey, Jason. Thank you so much for being with us today. It's great to have you here. I am excited to be with you. I am excited for you to be here too, because you're going to talk about something really cool. No pressure to start off with immediately. Um, But before we jump into talking about some things, why don't you give everybody a little bit about Jason? Yeah. So my name is Jason. I'm the founder and CEO of Uvia Us, and I'm a bootstrapped entrepreneur. uh, Like I was saying, as we, before we got started, I'm more of a, a marketer at heart. Uh, for the past 12 years, I've been, really been working with brands and agencies to help them affect more meaningful experiences, cut through, gain attention. And then once we have that attention, trying to drive uh, more engagement with that audience, start to build trust with that audience. 
So that's kind of me in a nutshell. Nice. So one of the things that I'm so excited to talk about that I gave in just that little preview was the fact that Uvia Us does experiential marketing. And I think a lot of people throw this term around pretty loosely, but I don't think anybody's really executing on it very well. But you guys actually do some very cool experiential marketing. So real quick, just so everybody's on the same page, how do you define experiential marketing? Yeah, it's a good question. Because in the world of experiential marketing, I think most people think about activations and like event-based marketing. That's kind of like the general buzzword around it. Um, But for ourselves, we like to think about it more as a one-to-one experience. And how do you tailor an experience around an individual rather than a group of people? And so from our perspective, we're more about trying to understand who your target audience is, uh, really what they're passionate about, get to know them, do some advanced legwork, so to speak, to really get to know them before designing an experience. And that comes from not only the strategy, but the content experience that you're going to deliver, the messaging that you're creating. If you're creating interactive experiences, video experiences, online experiences, whatever that is, really getting to know who it is that you're reaching out to first. And then in terms of what we specifically do, we're all about blending the physical with the digital, kind of these digital type experiences. So basically delivering something that's tangible and tactile, something that really differentiates from everything else, all the noise that's being pushed because it's easy to distribute content. We're trying to say, how can I deliver something truly of value that creates this moment of impact or what we call a remarkable remarkable moment to get someone to stop, to think, to say, wow, and lead them to then engage with that content and then start to talk about it, whether that's to yourself by outreaching to them or to others. So I have actually been lucky enough to receive a, an experiential marketing piece that you and Yuvia Us did with Uberflip. And real quick, um, I know Randy is dying to talk about this because it is really cool. But I just want to say from the recipient perspective, it was one of the absolute coolest things I've ever received. So for context, everybody, the amazing Connex conference was last summer. Um, I did a pre-workshop there and I did a little bit of speaking there as well. And as a thank you, Randy and team worked with Uvia Us to send this beautiful box, a custom box that had Connex branded on it. And when you opened it, it had a mini um, screen on it and it was a personalized message from Randy. It was truly personal. It was to me. It wasn't just generic. Thanking me. I'm um, talking about, you know, the, the show that we do here. And then there was this beautiful bottle of wine and it was so cool to receive. But how did you guys even come up with this? I mean, Randy, this was an amazing idea. Uh, Uvia, uh, Jason, this was amazing. How did you guys pull this off? Yeah. Well, I'll jump in, Jason. First of all, we met what, like how long ago was it? I, I'm thinking at least five years, six years ago. That's what I wanted to say. The first time we met was at a C-suite conference. Yeah, Jeff Hazlett. I love that guy. You know, this was always in the back of my mind. And we we try to create, like, as you put it, Jason, like really great experiences for all the speakers who come to our conference, right? Like one of the, you know, one of the things that I think has established us, you know, as a big event was we got great speakers. The way we got great speakers was we created you know, an event that they wanted to come to and that they would talk about because these guys are speaking all, all year long. Like, 
how would this be, be different than all the other ones? So this was a lot of fun to execute. I will tell you that on my side, I did basically nothing. I think I stood in front of a camera for you know probably two hours. Uh, we sent out about 30 of these packages. So I just sat in front of the camera. I did a little bit of a blurb about why it was meaningful to have each speaker. And then we passed that on to our digital team who caught up all the assets and handed that off to your team. Uh, you want to jump in there? I mean, I don't know what happens after that. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, no, that's beautiful. And basically, so, and this is how we like to work, obviously collaboratively with our clients, understanding what they're trying to do. What's the experience that they're trying to deliver? In your case, obviously, it's an appreciation piece, right? And you really truly want to, uh, one, just show your appreciation for those speakers taking the time out to be at your event, but also creating this personalized experience, it comes down to the, the execution of the content. And so just from that perspective and seeing the video content that, content that was done, you know, from your, your team and yourself, I think that's a great way to execute a personalized experience. From our standpoint, it's more about how do we create an, a, a branded experience that that truly represents you and your brand, right? So we, we take this one-to-one approach with the clients that we work with. So we want to understand your identity. We want to understand about the Connex, specifically the event, what that experience was like, and then transition that into this physical experience. So from our standpoint, uh, it may be creating this totally unique form factor. It may be branding the piece. So this was like a wood, a wooden gift box that had Connex printed on the exterior of the box when you open it up, you know, it had that personalized message and then it had other swag, et cetera. It had wine, it had wine, which wine. Yeah, I, honestly, like the video in there was cool, but I, I think <laughs> I win people over too. Yeah. That was, I, I mean, I'm, I was a fan. <laughs> <laughs> but let's take it, like imagine if, and really what we specialize is embedding our U video, our video playback tech within packaging experiences. but. If you were just to send a box of wine or you know a personalized package, and we see a lot of that, especially in account-based marketing today, where people have messaging and then they have something, a physical item with the send. It's cool, you know, and most would say that's cool. But to me, and maybe even from your perspective, Anna, is like on receiving it, seeing now that you've got that attention that you said, wow, like what is this? You open it up. Now you have that person's undivided attention. You're not competing for their attention anymore. You have it. And so we believe in the power of storytelling. We believe in the power of video and creating that emotional connection and that emotional experience. And we feel that there's no better way to do it than holding that attention through a physical experience and then leveraging video, the power of video, doing it personalized, and creating more of that one-to-one connection because it's it's the next level. It's, it's basically what we're doing here, right? Whether that's a web web conference or a chat or in person, video is the next level to be able to scale it. I couldn't agree more. I mean, this is a true story, yeah. guys. Like, I'm going to sound ungrateful, which I often do when I tell some of my stories. But over the holidays, over the Christmas holidays, I got you know many gifts put on my desk. There are two times I got gifts and I still don't know who they're from. Like there was no nothing. There was no card. They were bad. Like they were nice gifts, but like I had no idea who they were from. And it's so silly, right? Like they got my attention. I engaged in this item. 
But then there was no connection to tell me the story behind it or anything about that. And I think what's really cool you know, about what we're talking about here is, you know, Jason, a lot of, and if you remember, we, we did a, an episode of, of the podcast just a few ago. If listeners want to listen back, if they haven't heard, it was the part of the interruption version we did. And we talked about the top 10 trends for 2019. And I feel like this example we're talking about here hits on so many of them. You know, one of those trends was tactile marketing, right? But it's the combination of them. Like another one of the trends was video. And a third one was the idea of content-driven experiences, right? So it's it's the opportunity to pull together multiple trends and catch people and create an ongoing opportunity. And, and I think that's what hits on on the psychological aspect. And that's the part I'd love to dig deeper in. We're going to hear from some of our sponsors, but then I know both Anna and I have got a lot of questions for you in terms of like, what is it that creates that wow moment, Jason? So we'll, we'll be right back. We'll dig into that. Hi, friends. This is Jay Baer from Convince and Convert, reminding you that this show, the Connect Show podcast, is brought to you by Uberflip, the number one content experience platform. Do you ever wonder how content experience affects your marketing results? Well, you can find out in the first ever content experience report, where Uberflip uncovers eight data science-backed insights to boost your content engagement and your conversions. It's a killer report, and you do not want to miss it. Get your free copy right now at uberflip.com slash connex show report. That's uberflip.com slash connex show report. And the show is also brought to you by our team at Convince and Convert Consulting. If you've got a terrific content marketing program, but you want to take it to the very next level, we can help. Convince and Convert works with the world's most iconic brands to increase the effectiveness of their content marketing, social media marketing, digital marketing, and word of mouth marketing. Find us at Convince and Convert. Com. All right. So Jason, so before the break, we talked a little bit about really getting people's attention and making it so personalized. And, you know, you're right. When I was thinking about the difference between receiving a bottle of wine and then receiving the Connex gift, it was so unexpected when I opened that box and the video auto played. And that was the coolest thing is like you open the box, the video auto plays and there's Brandy. And it was so personalized and it, it, it really was memorable and it really made this connection. And one of the things I know that we were talking about off air was this concept of the mood contagion and how that's kind of part of it, that truly personalized thing and what really helps sort of, you know, solidify some of those emotional connections. So talk to us. I know you're really into mood contagion. What exactly does this look like? How'd you get into it? Like, what does this look like? I stumbled on the term because I'm reading a little bit about emotional intelligence as just in terms of leadership. But the more that I covered around this term in leadership, the more I saw that this plays out a lot in terms of the content and the experiences that we deliver, especially as it pertains to video. So basically what mood contagion is, it's, it's a neurological response to another individual. So they've done like, there's been tons of studies. One study is really fascinating where these scientists observed individuals just staring at each other silently for two to three minutes. And what was interesting, they said the most emotionally expressive of the three, of those three people that were tested, they broadcast their mood to the other two. It's not fascinating. So just in nonverbal cues, we can influence another person. To illustrate, I'm going to smile really big right now. Naturally, it makes you want to respond to that, doesn't it? And they say that actually 
happiness and those moods are the fastest ones to actually stimulate that response. Whereas depression is the hardest to transmit to someone else. And so I've been thinking about this in terms of how we deliver content, especially in terms of video content. We're seeing a lot of people publish video content, especially over social media, LinkedIn, obviously a lot of people are, are putting out video content. You think of individuals that always have a very expressive smile on their face it transmits to ourselves. And so I say that when we're, when we're thinking about delivering content or delivering an experience, what are we trying, what type of emotion are we trying to resonate with those whom we're trying to connect? We know it's harder than ever to connect with individuals. And so if we understand that happiness is one of the fastest ways to get there, are we coming with that when we're developing these content experiences? Is it, is it an emotion that we're trying to transmit in what we do. Yeah, it's, you know, and this is even funny thinking about even in terms of voice tone and style. I'm a massive, I I just, I hammer voice tone and style really hard a lot. And I ding some clients or I, I get a little bit harpy about it. But it's because it's exactly what you said. You know, when we read flat, lifeless content or we get marketing pieces that don't really have a personality or don't really showcase exactly what the brand is, it just doesn't, it just falls so flat. And no matter how good that messaging is, no matter how well that piece is produced, it doesn't produce the same effects as when you have that really amplified voice and tone and actually communicate something with, you know, those nonverbal cues and, you know, you just exaggerate that feeling. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think especially as like, we do a lot in the B2B space, right? B2B marketers. And I think sometimes it can, it can feel a bit stale at times, right? People, especially when it's developing content, it may be technical in nature. And sometimes they'll go to the extreme of being more an explanation than really trying to connect, right? an experience that resonates with another human. And and we've heard this term of like human-based marketing, personalized-based marketing, but really what we're saying is developing emotional connections, right? Heart-to-heart experiences. When people make emotional decisions, they spend more, right? They make them faster, these decisions. They're more meaningful. They're more lasting, right, as connections. So it's just like Always getting back to that side when we are developing experiences, thinking about what's the emotional impact that I'm trying to drive. That should, to me, that should be the top priority that we drive to as marketers. So quick question and a follow-up to what you were just saying, because I'm not quite sure where everybody got this notion that B2B marketing has to be super dry or super stale or they can't do fun like B2C, and I'm using air quote here, like fun B2C things because I think that's absolutely false. So I'm wondering if you could give an example of um, an experiential marketing piece or campaign that you did for someone that was B2B that was actually fun, that was very human and made this emotional contextion, had all this emotional contagion behind it. Yeah, that's a great great question. And honestly, it's... We still struggle with that. I mean, with helping people realize the value of making that type of connection in, in their messaging. I was trying to think of a specific example in the B2B space that we've recently done that they did a good job. I think one of them is um, an example for basically a credit card processing company, Billing Tree. And I think in terms of their example, being playful in the way in which the experience is delivered right, is a way to get someone kind of fundamentally guessing and thinking and starting to connect with the experience. I think they did a really good job. 
at doing that. And then I think in terms of the way in which the story was told, which is just as valuable as gaining someone's attention is the content that you deliver. And so we get involved with developing that content. And in their case, we made it a very light, funny, lighthearted video, right, in the experience. And to me, that's where it, it really did a good job at connecting on that emotional level. And so that's where I see the, the, most, the most opportunity for business-to-business marketers if you're developing an experience, especially around video content, is considering the choice of video, the style of video, the message behind it that's a place that you can start to, to get emotionally engaged with your audience. So that's, it's really interesting that you hit on that because it, it, it kind of lines up something that I've been thinking about as, as you guys have been chatting about this last few minutes, which is, you know, I, and I, I've actually had someone else, else kind of ABM me, if you will, uh, with one of your, your uh, deliveries through UBS before. And I got excited because I, like, I kind of could tell it was gonna you know, be your technology. But the video was a letdown. I'm not going to let you know what company it was. It was just, it was very dry. It was, it, it didn't leverage that attention that, as you put it, I had. So it was like, it wasn't the type of thing that I was going to share because it wasn't personalized for me in any way. It didn't feel like it connected with me. Now, I, and I post a lot of video on LinkedIn. I find the stuff I get the most engagement in is sometimes the stuff that looks the most raw or the most off the cuff. And I'm wondering if you see, you know, we started by talking about this opportunity to create a one-to-one opportunity, right? Or one, one-to-one engagement. So how do, you, how do you find that balance between, you know, raw, uncut versus polished uh, in terms of how we engage in these types of, you know, tactile activations? Yeah, no, that's a great point. I think, I think what you hit on is like, I think people connect with, with emotion rather than production quality, right? Regardless if you have it or you don't, it's the quality of the content and it's the quality of the experience that you delivered. And so I've seen the exact same thing, Randy, and it's frustrating at times, right? Because even as from a marketing perspective, like we've gotten involved much more in the content execution portion of it because of that, we can guarantee and, and gain this attention with your targeted audience but if you deliver a message that falls flat, what's the point? What's the value of that, right? And so we've been doing, trying to do our own thing, right? Like trying to demonstrate more of delivering on what we're telling clients. And so I was thinking about some of the campaigns that we're driving right now, like the production value on them, obviously they're in-house production. We have more capabilities than probably our average company, but we're not putting a ton of production value in producing the content. We're we're trying to think about our audience creating a fun, again, this idea of mood contagion where we're trying to create a fun theme that gets people laughing about the experience because we feel that that's infectious, right? It's going to put them in a positive place to be responsive to follow up, right? And that's usually what happens in an account-based marketing approach. You're going to deliver something of impact to gain awareness, but there's going to be follow-up. If someone's following up on something that fell flat and the content experience wasn't that good, right? You're not going to be that receptive to that person calling, are you? Right? And so it's like, we're just trying to, how do we deliver on on creating laughs that they connect with our brand that puts us in a position of like, I'm willing to to listen to what you have to say. And so, yeah, it's it's less about about the production quality, more about the content experience, understanding who, who you're targeting and being raw, being real. 
Love that, Jason. I think I think that's a great, great concept to kind of end on for the day, being raw, being real. We want to do that with you, though, for a few more minutes here, because we, we got to hear all about work. We're going to go and hear about the raw, real behind the scenes right after a short little break. So stick around and you'll hear a little bit more about Jason. Hey everybody, we have Jason here. So we got to know the professional side of Jason. Now we're going to get to know a bit of the personal side. So Jason, are you ready? We have basically one question for you, but I think it's going to be a pretty good one. Okay. All right. Ready. Okay. So we were chatting off air and you had mentioned you are a huge fan of sailing. Yes. So like what kind of sailing in general? And this isn't the question, but just so we have a frame of reference. What, what do you mean? What kind of sailing? I don't know. Is there a different kind of sailing? Because what kind of boat do you have? <laughs> I, I have a Ranger 33 sailboat. Okay. I don't know what that is, but it sounds impressive. It sounds legit. It, it does, does legit. sound legit. That's um, Ranger. <laughs> all right. So the only thing that I really know about sailing is what movies have shown me. So on that note, what do movies actually get right about sailing? And what do they get completely wrong? Oh, that's a good question. I think my my movie knowledge when I'm thinking about sailing, I think what they get right is the experience. You know, it truly is an amazing experience. And I think in most movies, they kind of depict that, you know, the you see the water, it's very quiet, the wind and the sails, depending on the, the movies that you're watching, I guess. <laughs> but But that's kind of my takeaway from seeing movies. I think what you don't get in the movies sometimes is that it takes a lot of a, a lot of knowledge in terms of understanding all the systems on a boat and there's there's times in which you have to know those those systems right the wind changes the wind picks up there's moments on the boat where you're like oh my goodness can i do this right so those those are some of the things i i, I haven't seen on many movies where they're depicting some some titanic type event happening on a sailboat Good to know. I did go sailing once. It was in Hawaii and it was the most like relaxing, beautiful experience ever. So it was not like a horrible movie style. Like we're going to need a bigger boat jaws level of like floating out in the ocean. Right. Right. So it, it's, it's not Randy experience. No, <laughs> yeah, Randy, no, no. Yeah. If people don't know what they're cringing at. You can check my LinkedIn where I wrote a, a recap of a, Escape from a very dangerous boat explosion over my holidays. I, I have not had that, thankfully, yet. No, no, it was it, it was out of the movies. Like, the movies doesn't catch that shit, let me tell you. <laughs> well, good news is everybody's safe. Um, exactly. And now we know what's real and uh, what the movies don't show. So, Jason, thank you so much for being here. It was so fantastic to have you. Likewise. Thank you guys for the privilege. It was great talking with you both. Fantastic. So everybody, thank you so much for listening on behalf of Randy Frisch from Uberflip. This has been the Content Experience Show podcast. Do us a favor whenever you um, listen to us, wherever you listen to us, please go ahead and leave us a review. Let us know what you'd like to hear um, more from us in future episodes and we will happily work it in. Until next time, I'll talk to you soon. This is Jay Bear, and thanks for listening to the Content Experience Show. Please leave a review and subscribe on iTunes or on your favorite podcast listening app. Go to contentexperienceshow.com for a complete show archive and greatest hits. That's contentexperienceshow.com. 
The content experience at show is sponsored by Convince and Convert Consulting and by Uberflip. It's produced by my team and I at Convince and Convert. If you're interested in being a guest or a sponsor on the show, just go to convinceandconvert.com.